Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Dawn Sinkula, CEO of Digital Dawn, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Here on the Ecom Profit Podcast, I open Pandora's box and share with you and other ecom business owners weekly topics that will help you explode your business online. I outline my tried and true secret sauce, the D2D method, that's guaranteed to bring your business results. As an entrepreneur myself, I try to pull out all the same entrepreneurial passions in others. So get ready to be fired up about your business and let's have a great time. Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Don Sinkula, and today I have a very special guest and friend, Esther Inman, and she is a kick-ass um, entrepreneur who has an amazing, amazing business that I want to share with everyone. And I want to talk a little bit about why this business that model that she has put together is so important for all of us e-com entrepreneur business owners. But before we jump in, Esther, introduce yourself to everybody and tell us about you. Sure. Um, so I'm Esther. I started working from home about seven years ago. I was a former corporate woman, military spouse, mom, trying to do the corporate thing. It just didn't work. So I quit my job and I started, I knew people were working from home. So I was determined to figure it out. So I started working as a virtual assistant within three months. And then another three months went by and I was completely booked out. So I started mentoring some local military spouses on base and some moms that also wanted to work from home, but nobody knew what a virtual assistant was. They didn't know how to do the stuff that I was doing, but I was like, you guys, this is easy. You can learn how to do it. But there wasn't a class or anything that I could send them to. So I just started mentoring them and I grew my own agency to six figures. I built online courses. That's what I kind of pivoted to after being a virtual assistant. I've built over 50 courses for people around the wow. world. Um, and then my programs were just growing so much. The demand for them, um, the virtual assistant training was just just growing, 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 and I couldn't do both anymore. And so I ended up closing my agency and taking my team and kind of focusing them on my VA training programs. And now we have, I think, 47,000 students, 4,700 students, <laughs> 4,700 students now um, that we've helped to work from home as virtual assistants. Oh my gosh. So for those people who maybe have heard the term VA or virtual assistant, can you kind of give us a brief description of like, what does that actually mean? Like, what are some things that a virtual assistant can do? Or like, what is that if you don't really know that terminology? Yeah, I think it's still kind of new, even though we've been around now for a little while. Mm -hmm. um, virtual assistants basically are just whatever you need help with in your business. And I always like to use the example of, you know, let's say you started your business and you're a writer or you're selling eBooks or you have some kind of product you're selling. That's really your thing. You know how to do that thing. You know how to write those books. You know, that's a lot of work on its own. <laughs> and yeah. we don't always also know or have time or want to learn how to do email marketing and write a newsletter to our audience every week, a social media for the various different platforms, coordinating with different contractors to make sure that the graphics got to me on time and you were paid on time, bookkeeping, like all this other stuff that are part of running mm -hmm. a business. Um, however big or small you are, you might just need help for a couple hours a week. Um, and so that's where virtual assistants come in. They know how to do all those different kinds of things that you need help with. So they become kind of your right-hand person that can do all that stuff for you. So you can really focus on the things that only you can do and that are going to further your business. 
So let's just, let's back up for just a second, because a lot of the people that are probably listening to this podcast are either maybe experienced, you know, e-commerce business owners, or they are people who have maybe just gotten started in the world. And they always think about like, well, I'm not at a point where I need a virtual assistant yet, or how do I know when I'm ready for a virtual assistant? And you just listed off like, 20 amazing things that that I could have a virtual assistant do, right? And so I think a lot of times we don't necessarily think about all of the things that we shouldn't be doing, right? But how do you sometimes, like in your experience, since you've been doing this for so long, how, like, how do I know when I'm ready for a virtual assistant? Or when should I start thinking about it? I think as soon as possible is best, just because you're going to be able to do more of the things that make you more money. So if you're getting bogged down in, like, for example, keeping your Instagram updated, it's not really necessarily making you more money, but dealing with the shipping and working on a new product and coordinating with stores, that kind of stuff maybe only you can really do because those are your relationships and it's your brain that you need that for. And so that's the stuff that's going to make you more money. So let's say we have 10 hours a week that you're spending like doing all this stupid junk that's important. But it's not really furthering your business necessarily. And somebody, and otherwise, somebody else could do it. That's the other thing. Yeah. And so, what yeah. if we took those 10 hours a week and focused them on the stuff only you could do? It's going to further your business and it's going to make you more money. <laughs> so, then it's a win win. Now you can hire help right. and you're making more money. <laughs> well, and I think a lot of that stuff, it, you know, you just you don't necessarily think about as, uh, you know, a business owner that you can get off of your plate. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the things that make me the most money, obviously, are not like what you just said, not necessarily updating your Instagram or things like that. But I sometimes hear business owners have like a control issue, right? And yeah. they don't necessarily want to let things go. How do you um, how do you how do you overcome that a little bit maybe as a business owner? Or how do you teach your VAs to help business owners overcome that when they're maybe a little bit nervous about it? It's hard for my VAs to work with business owners like that. It's better if I try and do more front loading training with the clients or the business owners so that their VAs don't get stuck trying to be a business coach because that's not what they are. They're there to support you and help you, but you have to give them things and you have to set them up for success. So for business owners, there's a lot that's actually behind the I'm a control freak. It's actually much deeper than that a lot of times. Um, One of the things that I have felt that's come up for me I have a team of 12 and this stuff still comes up for me over the years is we have a big connection with who am I if I'm not doing things? What is my value in my business if I'm not doing all this stuff? Like that's why it's so hard for us to even take time off. I've had some experiences over the last year or two where I've had to just take time off and it was this mindset thing that I have, right? I don't know. Who am I if I don't? And so you start, you have to separate your value from doing all the stuff and having it be this. And that actually will help a lot. You have to do a little bit of work there. And the other thing I like to tell people is just like two, there's lots of stuff that's buried in this. But the other one is if it's 75% there, then it's there. Let it go. (laughs) That's my biggest tip. Even today, not everything is perfect. Like I'll go on my Instagram. My team runs my Instagram. I'll go in there. I'll look at a caption and be like, maybe not exactly how I would have written it. But unless it's 
less than 75%, then I'll maybe give them some feedback and say, here's kind of what I would do differently. And then next time they'll be able to do it better. But if it's 75% there, I just let it go. I'm like, oh, I didn't have to do it. (laughs) Yeah. That, you you know, you brought up something so interesting about the control freak kind of thing. And I have experienced that myself in that I just really, you know, well, if I'm not doing, then what am I doing? Right. And I feel sometimes like a lot of business owners don't want to give up control, mostly because they don't know what else to do with themselves. Yep. A lot of cases. And that's not a good reason. Right. It's not a good reason. And I have worked with people who are like super creative people who are, you know, real visionaries that should be spending their time doing that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and not some of the tactical things for their business. And I think you're absolutely right. It does take so much of a mindset shift to really understanding that. And I think a lot of times business owners don't necessarily even know one that this sort of opportunity exists, right? Of Mm -hmm. hiring a virtual assistant and you don't even need to hire them for a huge amount of time, right? Mm -hmm. Like I could hire a VA for a couple hours a week or Mm -hmm. 10 hours a month or Mm -hmm. something like that, right? So tell me a little bit about maybe what skill sets I could hire or some types of things that that I, you know, could be looking for in a VA or things like that, that you you mentioned it at the beginning, like you kind of rambled a few things or not rambled, but told us a few things (laughs) that you were doing that they could do, but like really give us some, some specific examples of things that you teach in your course that maybe I wouldn't think of as a business owner. So I don't teach these things in my course yet, but I think for your audience, these would be really good to know. And they are things that we do plan to teach. And actually some of my students probably do know how to do it. So I'll just put them out there. But um, you guys are in e-commerce. So managing your Shopify or your Amazon storefronts, whatever your storefront is, writing those little product descriptions, updating prices, updating sales, just keeping that stuff up to date. And then also the customer service. Now that my, my VAs can do. There is so much customer. I sell online courses and I... It's a 30 hours a week job for somebody just to sell and answer people's questions. <laughs> and I cannot believe I used to do that myself. And that's actually a great example of I wouldn't have been able to grow to the over 4,000 students unless I had hired out that customer service because they can answer the same. It's the same questions every single time. It's really, I don't need to do it. Yeah. I made them a document of here's the FAQs. Right. Here's my language. Here's how I would talk so that they feel like they're having an authentic thing. I still do answer some stuff like on Instagram DM so I can feel connected with people. I still do calls with my students. So it's not like I'm totally sure. hands off, sure. but um, that was a huge one that you can okay. let go of. And you don't even realize, I think, because you're – I'm just thinking of e-commerce people. I'm updating the product over here. I'm writing this email over here. Oh, I got to answer the customer service here. I'm doing this here. Oh, I got to answer another question here. And you're trying to make the sale. You're trying to do this. It's all day long. You're just answering the same questions. So you don't even realize how much time it's taking. So if you had somebody who logged in once a day, they spent two hours answering all those messages (laughs) and you don't have to even do it in between all your crap that you're doing. Those are kind of the three biggest things I can think of for e-commerce that are big time sucks that would allow you to free up and focus on other stuff that are really easy for virtual assistants to do. Yeah. I think also things like, you know, Mm -hmm. uploading SKUs, uploading, um, you know, changing up product images, updating, you know, just what you said, prices, different things like that. I mean, answering emails, customer service and e-commerce is one of the biggest, I think, time sucks. Not that it isn't important because it really, really is. 
And, but I, I do think that if you can create a document that has, here's the most common questions and you can have someone else do it for you, then wow, doesn't that free up a lot of One time? One thing I did with my team so. too is I realized that part of customer service is relationship building and that turns into sales. And I noticed that my team wasn't doing that. Yeah. They didn't know how. And I realized that, oh, that's something that's in my head. Yeah. So I just put together a training for them of here's how to turn conversations, like simple yeah. questions they're asking. Here's how to turn it all the way into the sale. Here's different ways you can answer different things. So if there's something that you do feel like, ooh, I really need to hold on to this because only I know how to, no, you can teach somebody else how to do it. <laughs> and now they're great at it. I look at their messages and I'm all, oh, they nailed it. That's perfect. And look, now it's turning into sales. So it was right. worth the time it took me half an hour to prep the yeah. presentation and the hour to give it to them. And it really helped. So that's another thing. I know some people get weird, weird about that. Like, well, I don't know if I want to outsource that because that's part of my sales process, but you can teach people how to do that. There's sales teams around the world. They learned how to do it. <laughs> so you can teach them too. Right. You can teach them too. I love that. And I guess, you know, what are what are some specific things if you do have a little bit of the control problem and you have a little bit of giving up things and you've never maybe oh, hired yeah. a virtual assistant before or you're not really sure, uh, you know, what to look for? How do I even know what skill sets, like specifically for customer service or for any of the things that we've talked about? Like, what do you recommend are some specific things that you should be looking for when you're hiring a VA or you're thinking about hiring a VA? So first, when you're trying to figure out what to even hire for, I always recommend doing a what am I doing and what do I want to be doing in my business exercise? Pen and paper is best. Literally just write down every single thing you're doing and try to be as specific as possible. So don't just put social media. Put creating Pinterest graphics, getting on Pinterest and doing different boards or whatever, like a little bit more specifics because that's going to be able to turn into your job description and social media is going to be too general. And it also helps you to realize, holy moly, I am doing a lot of stuff. You can also put on there the things you would like to be doing, but you don't really have time or knowledge for, um, but you know are really important and are going to move your business ahead. And all of that can start to turn into the job description. Um, and then it's when you're kind of going through that hiring process or maybe things you want to put into that job description too, is you can help vet pe help people vet themselves. So you're not just getting a slew of resumes and crap cover letters and you're like, oh my gosh, I just made more work for myself. <laughs> so a couple of tips we do is we recommend have them send you either testimonials or work samples if that's applicable to your business. It can be work samples. You know, we've had, how would you answer this customer's email? And we make them type something in. <laughs> um, so not for that example, but other things, you know, where's the find three typos in this job description because that shows attention to detail. Include yeah. this phrase in the video that you're going to send me and the video can't be less can't be more than 2 minutes that I want you to talk about these three things in the video. So making them do a little bit more. Now you don't want to go crazy long, especially for jobs that are like 15 per hour, 3 hours a week and it's going to take you 4 hours to fill out this application. You don't want to do that. I see people make that mistake. You don't want to do that. You're not going to get very many apps. Um but you can put a few things in there that helps them vet themselves and then you're just going to be able to say, oh, they didn't do it. Oh, nope, 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 nope. And you'll really pare down the list quickly. And you've already kind of tested them on some of that stuff that's important to business owners, attention to detail, how they can respond to things. Oh, have they worked with business owners before? Stuff like that. That's a really, really good point. And I think you have, you teach that I know as well in your, in your course um, and in your group, how to do that so well. And I just want to say like, I, have my team of people have all come from Esther's 
group. Everybody? Uh, almost everybody. I think I have oh my gosh, three, or I four, know that. three or four people on my team um, that have all come from your group. So I don't really hire anyone that hasn't gone through your program. <laughs> I don't really want to hire anybody else that hasn't, hasn't gone through it. I mean, I, I really honestly feel like you have... And I worked in the corporate world too for 17 years and I hired, fired, trained, done all sorts of stuff. And I, I hands down, Esther, think that you have by far one of the best programs ever because everybody that has come to me from your group specifically has been so well-trained and that attention to detail piece that you just talked about, I, I, it does weed them out very quickly. I have yes. fortunately had so many to choose from, from your group in particular, because they always do that. But I think those things, like those little things like that, when you, maybe you haven't ever hired anybody or you haven't ever trained anybody, or you don't really know what to do, or for people who um, maybe this is the first time that they're working virtually, which is very mm -hmm. common right now where we have a lot of people who were going into brick and mortar businesses who are now in the online space. They don't know how to get a VA, those types of things. Hiring in this fashion is different. You know, it feels different. It looks different. Yeah. And so giving us some of those tips, I think, is super amazing. So, yeah, I feel like if you had a normal shop, all you really care is, can you show up on time? Yeah. And can you smile and be nice to people? But for this stuff, it's a lot different. Can you use these tools? Can you be like self-responsibility yeah. and proactivity and problem solving and not just, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to log off for the day. Right. So those, it, that's why I teach some of those skills in my program is – this isn't for everybody, okay? Right. You, when you work online, you have to be proactive and problem solve. You have to be your client shouldn't have to ask for. Oh, you didn't, you forgot to send this thing, so you should be really on top of it. Now, of course, I can't promise every graduate's going to be perfect, but that's they're why having are. a vetting system <laughs> was that. Said, but they pretty much are. Um, I'm so happy to hear that. <laughs> um, but if you have the vetting system, then that helps to wow. pare things down because it's just like less work. I've done. I when I first hired, I didn't use those my own tips because I didn't have them yet. And I think I had 50 applicants and I couldn't pare it down to less than 10. And I ended up interviewing 10 people and it was awful. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. it was so, they were all great. I didn't know how to pick. And I was like, oh, I should I should have done this stuff. So learn from me. I never did that again. Yeah. <laughs> now I don't just take resumes. Now I do all that stuff I just said. I do too. And I, I, I've learned my lesson as well from that. And I think that that is a really important skill for regardless of what kind of business you're running having that level of, you know, kind of filtering is amazing. When, when I think about a VA, um, you know, I think about an independent contractor, right? And I think about somebody yeah. who is an independent contractor. Um, do you ever have, or do you have any recommendations on employee versus contractor sort of mentality? Should I be thinking about them as an employee? Should I be thinking about them mm -hmm. as a contractor? And, you know, how, how do I yeah, get my arms around that? Good question. So if you're American and you're American based, that's really who I'm speaking to. Yeah. Um, hiring international, you can get great applicants internationally. Most of my team is international. I only have two in America. Mm -hmm. And it's really easy. They fill out a form and then you just treat them like a contractor. You don't even have to send them a 1099 at the end of the year. All you do is just pay them. And they're in charge of their taxes yeah. in their own country. So that makes it super easy. And I think people get freaked out hiring internationally because I will see job postings that say only US applicants. And why? You're just paring down your own talent pool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so be open because you can, that's a great option too. If you want to be able to answer customer service messages in multiple languages, you can find someone who's bilingual, trilingual, and yeah. it's so great. So that's one thing. Um, 
It's very easy. You can find the document. It's called like a WBEN and you can get it on the IRS website. It's so easy. Now, if you're in America, there are some things you have to think about. Mm -hmm. If they are three to five hours a week, even 10 to 20 hours a week, and it's all flex time, they're using their own laptop. Maybe they're using a few of your softwares because you already had them set up, but other ones they're kind of using their own. They get unlimited vacation time whenever they feel like taking time off. And you're you're cool with that. Um, They're not going to get paid when they take all that time off. So maybe they work around their vacation, but you're cool with that. You want someone who's kind of flexible Mm -hmm. and you're fine with all of that, which I believe is slowly how a lot of corporate and bigger companies are moving to as well, Uh because people are demanding it more. (laughs) Finally, I'm so happy to see this because people aren't okay with the two weeks per year and I'm going to sit in this office all day. So companies are starting to change that. Um, So they don't have to be a contractor to get those benefits necessarily, but that's what the rule is right now. Once you're hitting, to me, it's above the 20 to 30 hours mark and you really need you want customer service person answering from nine to five. You want to be able to put that up places that says we'll respond to you between nine to five Eastern time or something. Mm -hmm. Um, And you need them to be logged on or you want a personal assistant type person who's just answering you all day and you want them to be on for you all day. Well, then they're really an employee and you're going to provide them equipment um, or you're going to give them a stipend for equipment. You might want to look at providing benefits. Um, Mm -hmm. There's this cool program where you can actually provide them up to $350 in a like rebate so that they can pay for their own insurance, but Mm -hmm. you still get the tax deduction and you just add that onto their paycheck kind of a thing. So that's one thing we're doing for our employees. It's really cool. Mm -hmm. I think in America, that's especially important right now. So that's just something you have to think about is, are they working flexibly and kind of the stuff I talked about with the contractor or are you starting to cross into or really need, no, I I really need somebody who can answer stuff. I'll say for my team, obviously I have customer service people, but how we did it was, I don't care when they work. And my girls in Europe, two of both are both in Europe. I don't care when they work. So my message that is the auto reply is, thanks so much for your email, blah, blah, blah. We'll get back to you within 48 hours, Monday through Friday. And so that just gives her time that she can respond. doesn't work for every business, but for a lot of businesses, it will work. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think the international thing is really interesting as well, because I have somebody on my team who... um, it works in, she lives in Australia. And so it's actually perfect because they're ahead of us. So like when I go to sleep, the work is done when I wake up. Right. And I just, I love that option of, of having somebody in another country and, um, you don't have to hire someone to be responsive at night or something. Right. It's just their time zone. Right. It's like so cool. And I don't think we leverage that em- enough. So that's a really good point about the US-based you know, VAs though. And when you're really thinking about it from more of a, I need you to be at my sort of you know, time parameters at my beck and call is what I was going to say. But then I thought, well, that doesn't sound good. But you know, like you need more from them or you're asking them to, you know, use an email from your particular company or you're, they're representing you or those types of things. Like there's a lot of, you know, legal stuff that you have to be really careful with on that aspect. But if you're not at the point where you're ready to go the employee route, the VA route is an amazing option. So yeah, and you can start there. Right. And then once you're like, oh, man, I'm getting you close to full time. Let's move you over. It's not that big of a deal. Right. You can figure it out. I figured it out. I <laughs> well, I paid someone to figure it out. But we figured it out. Me and Dawn did. and Or we paid people to figure it right. out. And it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> you can do it if the time comes. It really it isn't as hard as you might think it is to turn someone from a contractor into an employee. I was very nervous about doing it myself and found that it really is not as scary as you think that it is. Nope. It's just like filling out paperwork yeah. and setting up the software to auto deduct their taxes and that's it. Right. <laughs> Pretty much the same thing, but 
not. You're, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can't do things that you weren't, but it, it, it's not, a, it's not that scary. So I tell you all that just mostly because if that is something where you are, you know, you're leaning or you feel like you need to have an employee, I always recommend starting with a VA as a contractor first, make sure that you mm-hmm. are really getting um, what you need from them and that you're actually having them do the job that you originally thought and that, you know, just go that route first because it's pretty safe. It's pretty easy. If it doesn't work out, it's, it's you know, pretty easy to let them go and that type of thing. It's, it's not as complex maybe as starting off with an employee. But yeah. I think that way too, you can kind of test the waters a little bit and see how it goes. And what what's a typical like... Um, pay range for a VA. So like how, what, what would I expect to be paying for someone with the skills that you kind of listed earlier, you know, doing customer service and, um, you know, website, social media types of things. What, what's a average yeah. rate maybe? So people who have very little, you know, formal experience, maybe they've gone through a training, maybe they've done an internship. They're usually good between 15 to 20 us dollars per hour. And for my students that that goes for worldwide. So my students in Malaysia and Indonesia, mm-hmm. that's the minimum they want to make. Same thing for other people. And then you'll, you know, we'll occasionally get somebody who's from New York City or Australia or somewhere where they their minimum is going to be higher just because of the cost of living where they live. But for overall, for the most part, it's 15 to 20. And then when you start to want somebody who has, you know, you're not going to have to show them how to do the Shopify stuff. They already know how to do that yeah. stuff. You're not going to have to show them how to do the Amazon stuff. They know how to do that stuff. Um, then you're starting to look at the 20 to even 30 per hour. And then it just goes up from there when you want someone who's maybe going to do some project management for you, or they have, you know, really great graphic design skills that is going to start going up from there. Yeah. Okay. And, and I think then realistically too, you know, you want to make sure that you have someone that has gone through some sort of, in my opinion, somebody that's gone through some yeah. sort of training. Um, as well at a, at a minimum, or, you know, if you really want somebody that you can train yourself, a newbie, but still has having gone through some sort of program so that they really understand the tools and what's expected and things like that. Because I, I feel like that really has made a difference with the people that I've hired is that they come in, you know, hitting the ground, they already know what to expect. And I'm not having to, as a business business owner say, okay, well, here's all the tools. And here's how you get online. And here's how we use Mm -hmm. this. You've already done that hard work for us and trained everybody. So they come in, you know, ready to rock and roll. So yeah. And a lot of times, you know, just because they don't know how to use your particular email software, well, they've learned how to use another one or two of them so they can figure yours out really quickly. And so that's another benefit of hiring somebody who has some training under their belt. And also just the online business world is so different for people. They've never experienced it before. Mm -hmm. So you really want someone who's, oh, I understand the online business. I get your business. Oh, I know what email marketing is and social media is. They they understand the landscape so they'll even know what you're talking about. So if you try and hire like your sister because, oh, she needs some extra work, it's going to be a lot harder because she's not even know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've made that mistake. <laughs> yes. <I'll laughs> Many have. Many have. Learn from us. We we have I have made that mistake before where I thought, oh, I work online. Everybody should know how to work online. It should be fine. Hire somebody that has had no experience and then here you are, you know, a, a month later and you're like, oh my gosh, this is really not working out. 
yourself. I just made more work for myself. Made more work for yourself. Right. So (laughs) make sure that somebody has gone through some sort of training program. So tell us a little bit about your program specifically, Esther. Like where can people, like, well, first tell us what it is, like the specifics of it and what sort of skill sets you train. And then if somebody wants to go find a VA, where, where can they find it? So my program is called 90 Day VA, um, and you can also find the Hire a VA link. You can find links for both of these things on my website at virtualassistantinternship.com. Um, and 90 Day VA, I like I said, it started seven years ago. We have lots of students. I really focus on – they learn some – just personal assistant stuff for you, how to manage your inbox, calendar, how to be a good communicator over email. Mm. Believe it or not, that is not normal to a lot of people. Some of these people have never worked with email before, okay? So <laughs> a lot of this is new. Um, how to be professional online, basically. And then I really focus my curriculum on content repurposing. So being able to take a podcast like this and turn it into um, a video, turn it into, edit the podcast, make all the assets for the podcast, post the podcast, coordinate with the guests, yeah. um, how to turn it into a blog post with SEO, how to turn it into pins, how to turn it into social media posts and captions so that business owners aren't having to create so much content every week. It's the hottest thing that people are always hiring for. Even if they're not hiring for all that stuff, they're at least hiring for one or two of those things. Oh, blog writing or oh, podcast and video. And so it really teaches them a wide variety. I'm thinking for e-commerce, there's lots of assets you guys are always having to make and post for your different kinds of products. It's endless. And so that's the kind of thing that they would be able to help with. And then any other stuff that you would need, you could, you could always teach them. Administrative type things and stuff like that are always Mm -hmm. there. Yeah. I mean, for e-com businesses, it's a constant state of coming up with content, creative, coming up with, you know, and in Instagram, the never ending beast, you know what I mean? So yeah, those are all great things. Well, Esther, you have given us so much information. It has been so fun talking to you. I just want to reiterate again to everybody that I have hired many people from Esther's group and they are very well trained. They are professional people who are willing and able and, and, capable of helping you in your business. So go find Esther. Tell us one more time what the name of your um, website is so people can find you and and, um, look this up for sure. Virtualassistantinternship.com. And you'll see a button on there that says hire a VA and it takes you to a form. It's totally free to post your job. And we do offer um, paid placement services as well. If you're wanting some help or you don't have time to even interview and stuff like that, we can do that on your behalf too. Awesome. That is so cool. Go check it out, everybody. Hire yourself a VA, save yourself some time and make it happen. Thanks everybody so much for listening. And until next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you want to hang out with other e-com business owners, head over to my free Facebook group, Six Figure Plus Ecom Success Strategies, and let's keep the conversation going. Thanks. Until next time.